is the way. We wanted men. episode 101 of the smugglers galaxy podcast we decided to we're streaming on facebook i i guess we'll do it a little bit more regular since it kind of worked out pretty decent no telling when we'll do it we don't have any we just decided we're recording late me and jason were out of town uh this weekend jason has a better story than i do but uh we'll talk about that in a minute and uh jason how you doing tonight i'm on fumes we got (laughs) in at we got in at 1 a.m wow and then I got up at six, but just because you come home at one doesn't mean you go to bed at one. So I was tossing and turning closer to two by the time I finally fell asleep. I got to say, I was kind of proud of you because, you know, you were texting me at like midnight and really late for you. Uh, yeah. and I was like, look at Jason burning the midnight oil. Yeah. It's like the Jim Carrey mo- uh, movie. Yes, man. Uh-huh. Where he said yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And I really challenged myself. Um, to do yes to everything and not to be my normal self. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Exhilarating. <laughs> scary, exhilarating all at the same time. Awesome. Yeah. So, so what did you uh, pick up? What did I pick up? Uh, well, it goes a lot. The only thing, like, really, well, I picked up a couple of cool things, but um, I picked up the some uh, unpainted Luke Tauntaun, or is it by, uh, no, it. I don't know if it's Luke Tonton or Han Solo Tonton micro collection. Uh, pick that came in the mail today, and then all the micro galaxy squadron ships came in. But we'll talk about that next week. With all my thoughts, next week thoughts and prayers about them. Yeah, that way we'll have something to talk about next week. Hmm. What's that look for? I that's pretty much most of what I got this past oh, week. It? I was going to say. <laughs> Well, we want to. I, I mean, no. I think we wanted to kind of like do a review of them, like a full. We do fledged... a review, but you could say what you got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I picked up the, picked up the Millennium Falcon, picked up uh, Razor Crest, the Darth Vader tie, and the the Chase Chicken Walker, which I think I, am I still trading that with you, since mine's not as beat up. Or yes, yeah, okay. yeah. If we could, yeah, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, they're cool. Well, we'll give a full review next week, but I'm excited about them. Uh, which ones did you pick up? All right. So uh, after we got off the phone last time, uh, the phone, the the show last time, I went to Target. I went to a bunch of Targets. I did a massive toy run. I went up to Canton, and they had um, Asajj Ventress's ship. They had. Um, I'm trying to sh- copy the link. Maybe I'll do that. I'm sharing this in the Georgia page. Um, I got the Saj Ventress. I got the ATST. And then I also picked up the um, I had the X-wing, the Tie Fighter, the regular Tie Fighter. Okay. So I picked those up, and I was feeling pretty high because uh, I had those. So then I went down to our target, um, Woodstock, and I did find the box that you had of all the blind packs. There was like six of them. So I picked up the six there, 
Then I also picked up the box itself. <laughs> I just brought it up to the front and I was like, hey, here. And she's like, do you want the box? I'm like, yeah, I'll just, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. No big, no big deal. NBD. You didn't find any chases though, did you? No, not that time. I got two of the uh, ATDPs, I think they are. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. The things from got, Clone Wars. Yeah, the smaller ones. I got that. I also got uh, the Mando on a speeder bike and Ahsoka on the speeder bike. So I don't have IG. I don't have uh, Cobb Vanth, which you have. Yep. Um, Maul. I don't have Maul on the speeder. Sorry, I'm putting trying this live. And so I, I'm missing those. So I was able to pick that up. And then uh, Target on Sunday threw up their chases there was the atst chase which i grabbed and then the um outrider outlander the moff gideon chase oh okay the folding tie fighter thingy yeah i picked that up and then (laughs) it was time for the falcon the uh uh, obi-wan kenobi uh jedi starfighter and the um razor crest to come in and then you found the slave one yeah. And then Walmart has delivered my Imperial Troop Transport over the weekend. I haven't <laughs> opened it up yet, but it's downstairs. So I'm riding high on these. <laughs> so is that with that big pile of stuff that you... That's one of them, yeah. <laughs> I was in the doghouse with that. <laughs> you were at a convention. We'll get into it this week. But there was some stuff showed up on Deal or No Deal that you were like, damn it. I'm like, dude, just go for it and he's like no i i I can't i'm in the doghouse and then you send me this picture of like all these packages my wife was even like what the hell did jason do yeah yes so it was that big flat thing that is a uh action fleet proof for the uh small pieces uh, when they came out with the smaller sets okay so those are those things you bought yeah so that's that's arrived i want to go through that too um I haven't opened most of those boxes yet. I think I have another. I saw Guerrero down there. I have <laughs> the TVC uh, Shore Trooper pack. Uh, I already mentioned the Troop Transports, the Outrider, Outlander, whatever it is. Don't correct me later. Don't at me. And there's something else. There's more down there. It was, yeah, a pretty insane haul. Yeah. Not so, to mention what I picked up at the convention. Yeah, well, we can. Yeah, because I picked some stuff up this weekend too. So we'll get. I can get into that when I talk about my weekend. But uh, you went mm-hmm. up to where? Where'd you go this weekend? You had a pretty eventful weekend. Yeah, it was. Pretty, it was pretty fun. It was a blast. It, it's one of those that I'll remember. So after I got back from celebration, I was a little bit uh, regretful for my feet being tired. So I made sure to take better shoes this time. I was regretful for not making the midnight crew with the empire group um, for not making it past, you know, like one o'clock. And so there was a lot that I was just regretful for. And I was just like, this time you're with us. It's not a stranger. He's a friend, but I don't know him as well as I know you. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like I could push back on you a little bit more and you'd be like more understanding than, than rich might be. Right. That makes sense. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to be a problem. I'm just going to be a yes man. Whatever whatever we do, it's just yes. Uh-huh. And uh, even the trip itself was a, like not something I would normally do. Right. And so I was, everything was just a yes. So we're driving up and uh, he's talking about how he's being brought up as a guest. And there's two other authors, Blake Wright, who wrote Toys the Time Forgot. It's a uh, trilogy 
Uh, he's kickstarted them all. So he's on his third one. The third book's coming over. And it's all about unproduced toys. And it's not just like Star Wars. It's got Lord of the Rings and uh, what else? Um, there were some Star Wars playmates in there. Um, Darkwing Duck. There's just all sorts. It's just all unproduced toys. So uh, he was one of the authors. And then there's a YouTuber called Pixel Dan, Dan Erdley, who wrote a Masters of the Universe book. So the the convention guy decided to a uh, con- convention promoter decided to put all three of them on a, a panel and they were so busy getting things ready to come up for the the um the con that they didn't really put anything together other than a couple slides and so we're driving up and he's like hey do you do you want to he's telling me this whole thing he's like oh wait do you want to moderate a panel and i'm like yeah <laughs> Put it to the test. <laughs> well, when you had sent me that comment that you were doing a panel, I thought it was for somebody else. And I was like, yeah, why not? And then like three hours later, you were like, no, I, I crushed that panel. And I was like, oh, I clarified. Yeah, I, I saw that. I didn't uh, communicate myself properly. And then I was like, you were doing the panel. And yeah, we like, got in late. It was like 10 o'clock and we we crashed. Uh, we did meet a couple of uh, Rich's. So Rich, a lot, the author of the co-author of the vintage collection book he was going up there to promote the book where what what convention because you never said this was, what... okay so this is PowerCon in uh columbus ohio which is a masters of the universe oh convention interesting yeah um they used to be out in la mm-hmm. and now he's brought it to the midwest and he wants it to be more than just masters of the universe because i guess a couple of years ago a couple of years ago it was just strictly masters of the universe and so, like all everybody these days, they're trying to diversify and and have a wider net to catch more stuff and, right. and grow their cons. And, and so, Col- I met a couple. Oh, so sorry. Columbus, Columbus is I know. So that was what like a nine ten hour drive. It's eight hours. You go up to Cincinnati and then you keep going for another hour, hour and a half. I thought Columbus was a lot further than that. No, it's right in the middle of Ohio. So it's it's uh in the middle of my trip from cincinnati to columbus we saw something so get your tinfoil hats ready we'll come back to that afterwards <laughs> we'll come back to it Anyways, do, 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 do. is that x files yes okay <laughs> that's uh okay <laughs> can you whistle it uh i can't whistle i can and it's not now on demand <laughs> dance monkey dance oh, i can't do it right <laughs> oh, forget it we're moving on and uh um so we get in and we meet a couple I, <laughs> we get in and i'm like getting and rich says i'm gonna go meet some friends i'm like okay so i go get ready for bed and his friends come in <laughs> they're just hanging on the bed and i'm like coming out of the bathroom having just washed my hands and everything but like, uh, hi, how's it going? I'm extending up my hand and just they know I was in the bathroom two seconds ago because they heard the toilet flush, but they also heard the same thing. <laughs> it was just awkward. So I'm sitting there in my pajamas in the bed meeting people for the first time. And <laughs> what? <laughs> the scene? Yes. I just know what's going through your head at that time. Yeah. And you're just yeah, like, oh, it's, crap. It's a, little, oh crap. it's a little quiet panic. <laughs> Um, so day two comes around and it's time to set up for the show, which is Friday. And, uh, we go down and we, we crush it. We were down there by like, we get breakfast. We no, we set the thing up. Then we got breakfast and then we went back. So it was all set up before the show opened at two. 
Wow. So okay. we are, yeah, it's we a were, Friday, so why not? We were able to get in at seven, but we I don't think we I think it was like nine-ish that we got in there to set up. And he doesn't have a lot, but what he has looked awesome. Like the tablecloth that he had. Uh when you open up the vintage collection book, there's a blue um what do they call it? It's not an envelope, but it's a it's a pattern of the Death Star just in white highlights. Uh-huh. And so that was the tablecloth. And then he had a full uh, banner stand that folded up. And then he had the two Kim Simmons prints behind us. So it looked really good and professional. Awesome. Um, so we had everything set up and we're like, let's let's go walk around. So we start walking around and we uh, we see a bunch. I mean, it's masters. It's like 80%, 70% masters of the universe. So a lot of it is just like wallpaper to me. It's just noise. I'm trying not to focus on that stuff anymore. But later in the con like after i saw all the star wars stuff i went out and i actually tried to appreciate all of the um all of the masters stuff because there's some amazing new stuff new statuettes and stuff like that that's pretty amazing so anyways we're, we're walking around and we see this one vendor who's got all of these min on card stuff that he's just trying to get rid of and he's got this ugnot it's a 41 it's a 41 back 46 back and it's beautiful, like the crystal clear bubble. The paint application was fine. The um, the way that the uh, apron sat on him was like perfect. And the card looked clean and it was unpunched, but it was like the unpunched where someone pushed it and then it kind of folded out and then they pushed it back in. Mm-hmm. So all the tabs, what do they call it? The chads were, no, the, the, the chad was still there, but it was the little paper, like it's still connected. It's a punch. Right. So the bottom the, part was they, connected. They put it on a peg, but the punch didn't fall out, basically. Yeah, yeah. So they pushed it back in. And uh, and Rich was like, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful Ugnaught. I've never seen one like that. And we turned the card around, and it was almost like someone ripped some of the paper off of it, uh-huh. which just sunk my heart. It was like $175 for this figure. But it was almost like, a, um, you know, like when people try to pull off the price tag and some of the card comes with it. Yeah. Except this was about the size of a stamp, maybe a little bit bigger, maybe a bigger stamp. And it was missing from the back. And Rich is like, no one's going to look at that. It's, you know, it's it's the front of the card that looks beautiful. You, you The way you display things, you're not going to see the back. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not here for vintage. I was here for micro machines and then the cantina band because of the cantina bar that I'm printing. And so we move on. And he had a bunch of stuff. He had b-wing pilots and gamorian guards a lot of return of the jedi stuff and so, so rich keep was being moving. that one friend that was like get it here's the devil on your shoulder going, get it yeah because it gets worse we we complete the round i did see someone with the cantina band but they had about 10 of them mm-hmm. um figuring dan's for 24 dollars, which is retail right at a, at a con and i'm like if i were to buy i'm not going to find them in store because there's only one per case I'd have to buy it from Entertainment Earth, and they jack up the prices a couple bucks. So that would be my best option. So I have my eyes on the Cantina band, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be walking home with those guys in the back of my mind. And so we go back and we sit down, and, and the con starts. And Rich is like, "You really should, you really should get that. I've never seen it so, I've never <laughs> seen a card so beautiful before." And it's starting to weigh on me. Like, yeah, he's kind of right. And for 175, it's bothering me that there's the scratch on the back that they've pulled off the card, uh, that pulled off the, the stamp piece or whatever you want to call it. P- part of the thing has been ripped off. Right. But on the front, it looks perfect. So it's just like the the printing has kind of been ripped off. And so we're 
sitting there. He's like, man, if I was into vintage, I would pick that up. I'm like, oh, all right. So it kind of wears me down. And it's later in the afternoon. I walk over to the guy. I'm like, you had an Ugnot over here? He's like, oh, I just sold that. Oh, he's like looking around like he's going to stop the guy. I'm like, what theatrics is this? It was just a little off. Because uh-huh. he was frustrated, he was about to make a sale, but it's not for anything he has. It's something that just walked off. Right. He's like, "What about what about the Gamorian guard?" So I pulled the Gamorian guard, and it's gorgeous. the The bubble's perfect. The figure looks great. The card looks great, but the uh, the bubble is, you know, brown. It's not yellow. It's not orange. It's brown. And Ooh. I'm like, I, I could do that, but I prefer not to. And so I pull out the um, the B wing was a little bent up, and he had Tessic or um, Squid Squidhead, uh-huh. but I already have that one, so I didn't need it. I actually have that one on card. It's one of the few that I have. And he's out. Am I talking too much? No, no, you're okay. good. I'm listening, man. Right. I'm listening. All right, all right. And so uh, he's got the Rancor Keeper, and I pull him out, and he looks beautiful. He's like the the bubble's fine, the card back's perfect, but again, the bubble's brown. He's like, man, it's beautiful, man. And like, he's even like playing with me. It's like, it's beautiful, man. It's just brown. And I'm like, sorry, it's. I guess I'm a little hey, bit more. Man. No, it wasn't like that. It was just more like he, he really wanted to. He was giving like Sunday night prices on Friday afternoon. Really? Wow. Yeah, and I pull out the imperial, um, imperial, imperial. Easy for me to say, imperial commander. Empire Strikes Back, forty-one back forlom offer and it's gorgeous the card is just a little wavy uh the 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 chat is still there like it's never been on the shelf it's never been punched it's never been folded back in the bubble is perfect the, the figure looks perfect the only issue is that the blaster's falling from the tape which is going to happen to all these figures at some right. point and because of that i'm i'm like all right thank you sir but you know, I'm not, I'm done. He's like, come on, man. Uh, 175. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. He's, he's like a hundred bucks that, that it was in, it was like one of the only figures in an acrylic case. The rest of them were in star cases. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on, man, a hundred bucks. That, that case itself is worth 25. And I'm like, wait a minute. More? I'd be buying the figure for 75 bucks. Right. Min on card looking beautiful, except for the blaster phone. I can't walk away from that. So I'm like, all right, man, you got me. So I bought the figure for for a hundred bucks, but you know it's essentially seventy five because it isn't an acrylic like a AFA kind of acrylic case, right? So I picked that up and uh, I went back to Rich. He's like, "Oh, you got it?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I told him what happened. He's like, "That's awesome, man! I can't believe the Ugnot's gone." So that happened, and then um, and then we went out to dinner. Did we go to dinner, anyways. I'm pulling, I made some notes throughout the weekend, so I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. So, oh, the panel. So it's yes. panel time. And I was talking to Blake and Rich. Blake, again, is one of the authors. And I'm like drafting questions and trying to think through the process. If I was in the, the audience, how would I want to learn more about publishing in the industry? I start from the beginning, from inception to creating content to Kickstarter. Pixel Dan actually published his, The Dark Horse. So it was a wide range of things. So I created six questions and I got on stage and it was go time. And it was like, I'm the master of ceremonies. I'm controlling this panel. I'm controlling the flow. I can't mess this up. And uh, I did it. 
there was a program that had like all the guests. So I was reading the program and I was mm-hmm. making, um, cause Rich did a lot of Japanese stuff. He worked for Bandai and, uh, he, uh, he had, um, where's my daughter going? He had a bunch of Japanese things that I didn't know how to pronounce. So I'm asking him, how do you pronounce this? And I would spell it out phonetically. So I'm, as I'm on stage, I'm just looking down at my notes to make sure I'm saying it right phonetically. Uh-huh. Um, Blake actually was inducted to the Hall of Fame, the Pop Cultural Hall of Fame with like Robert Downey Jr. the same wow. year. Yeah, so it was cool. Uh, controlling the flow. And then we had like five minutes at the end for for questions, which was cool. I was able to, yes, sir, you right there. And then I've got a question for Pixel Dan. And yes, you right there. I have a question for Pixel Dan. And they all had questions for Pixel Dan. I mean, it is a <laughs> Masters of the Universe show and he's the Masters of the Universe author. So right. it made sense, but. Well, cool. so that was fun. I was just watching all weekend. I was just like, Jason's coming out of this shell, man. Look at Jason. Go, go, Jason, yeah. go. <laughs> at the end of the day, Friday, I did pick up one of those um, figure and dance. Right. Because what I wanted to know, I got the nail and shield right before I left for the con, uh, the con. And it comes with three different instruments and three different sets of hands. And I wanted to know if instead of spending $40 three times, on a Nolan shield, can I just buy and save some money with the figure and dance? Cause it's a little bit cheaper for that one. Right. And so uh, Rich was talking to someone and uh, I was playing with his hand, trying to pop it off and it was pop. And the thing went flying into the air and I thought I broke the figure <laughs> and it like hit, it hit him and it fell over into um, Kim Simmons's area. Cause he was right next to us. Kim Simmons. It was kind of cool to, to chill with Kim Simmons. He's, mm-hmm. What you see on Facebook's not how people act in real life. Remember that. Okay. Um, but anyways, it, it flew off. He's like, what? Rich was like, what was that? I'm like, it's it's figuring Dan's hand. I don't know what <laughs> happened. So I'm playing with it and uh I was able to figure out that yeah, you only need one Nolan shield and six figuring Dan's to make up the full band. Nice. That's you hear that, Jordan? Tip. I know you're on there, Jordan. Jordan, did you hear it? It's a little hot tip. He's not replying yet, but Jordan yeah. said he was he said. Jordan said $100 is a solid score for that figure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, day two rolls around. Uh, Luckily, Friday night, um, I was ready to be up late. And Rich is like, I'm kind of tired. I'm going to crash. It was like 1030. I'm like, dang it, man. (laughs) Dang it. I pre-gamed, man. Yeah, I was so ready for this. Um, But okay, man, we'll go to bed. And so we, we... we throw on impractical jokers because I guess we both love it just as much as each other. And and we're watching that and kind of fell asleep to that. Uh, day two is very, very slow. I was expecting, you know, Friday is two to two to six, two to eight, something like uh-huh. that. Um, Saturday, I was expecting the crowds to come. There was a long line for Mythic Legions, which is a, a, a action figure maker and they have their own IP. And there was a long line to get that stuff. Hmm. But um, it was it's surprising because I would have thought they would go for the master stuff, but a lot of people were there for Mystic Legions, and it was very slow. C two E two was going on in Chicago the same day. Yeah, I got. I want to say some stuff about C two E two when we get in a minute. And then Gen Con was in Indianapolis that same day. And there was a another convention, I think, in Knoxville. Um, fanboy expo was in knoxville at the same time so yeah so with four different cons going on in the heartland that's going to siphon off some 
some of that stuff. Yeah, but did you see any of the pictures at C2E2? No, I haven't been able to. Dude, we got ripped off at Celebration. We got ripped off at Celebration. Why? Because Rosario Dawson was at C2E2. Uh, Ewan McGregor's at C2E2. The little girl that played Leia's at C2E2. It's like everybody that was not at Celebration was at C2E2. I bet you C2E2 is not a last-minute con like Celebration. Yeah. So they were able to plan Huh? They were able to plan it in advance. Right. People uh, actually said that, like, Rosario Dawson, I was, they, 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 she's like, oh, I just got finished uh, filming something. And we're like, yeah, we know what you just finished yeah, we filming. Know. So I was, and apparently, like, Hugh and McGregor, like, because it's celebration, they were like, no, Hugh and McGregor is not holding anything in any of the pictures. And you see him in all the pictures holding lightsabers and stuff. And it's like, yeah, we got ripped off at celebration. Because they had more people at C2E2. <clears throat> I forgot to tell you, we stopped in the middle of um, Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, we were both car- careful because I came back with COVID from Celebration and I did not want COVID. And you've got monkeypox now. You've got COVID on the rise. So we wore masks everywhere we went. Mm-hmm. And we walked into a Walmart in the middle of Tennessee and we're just walking down the aisle and some guy turns the corner he keeps walking and he goes, damn, Yankees. <laughs> and I'm like, I just start laughing at him because I'm like, what the hell, dude? Uh, you're a joke to me. So I started laughing. It was just like, oh my God, people. What dif- what, what difference is me wearing a mask make right. to you? The, the only, yeah, I, I, the, the only time I, I question somebody wearing a mask now is when they're like by themselves in their car. That's the only time I, I'm like, huh? But yeah. Um, day two, we saw a lot of vendors with boxes going back and forth. So it was almost like because the prices were so low on everything that wasn't masters, they were just buying from each other to stock up for other cons, which is huh. crazy. Yeah. So. Robert Ortiz just commented. He said there was a con in San Diego that uh, had a car show and you and, and, uh, oh, Juan John Carlo were both there. I gotta think when I see Juan Carlos Exposito because his name does not. It doesn't. Moth Gideon. Me. Yeah, Moth Gideon. So uh, I'll just finish this up real quick. Um, when people say, because I was I was there to sell books, so I was selling books. I stayed mm-hmm. at the table most of the time, except for a couple times when I got to go out and eat and uh, film a YouTube video. Um, I was trying to sell books, but I did learn that when someone says. Um, I'll be here all weekend. I'll come back. I ain't coming back. No, that's that's a no. It was funny because one guy, uh, there's a couple of guys from the Ohio group that stopped by, and one guy was talking about how he collects, but he doesn't collect modern. And I'm like, well, this is an awesome line. It's it's like the definitive collection, the 3.75 when it comes to action figures because the articulation, the amount of detail, yada yada yada. He's like, how much would it cost to get them all? I'm like, it would cost you a couple thousand dollars. Um, but. To start, you know, there's low hanging fruit that you can probably get for cheap. And he's like, all right, all right. So we see him come back a couple, um, about an hour later with two garbage, not garbage bags, um, uh, Walmart bags full of action figures. They're all vintage collection. And he was able to talk to the guy for like 10 bucks each. He was able to pick up like 20, 25 figures. Uh-huh. He's like, thanks, dude. We're, we're starting. And Rich, is not, Rich and I are like, yeah, man, way to go. And he's like, all right, well, we'll see you later. He starts walking away. I'm like, wait, don't you need the book now? He's like, uh, 
I'm like, you, you got the figures. Now you need the book. You need to know which figures you're going to get next. Oh, all right, come on. So he comes on over and he buys the, the book and everything. So that was, was kind of funny. Um, yeah, look at me. I'm selling. Selling stuff. I'm freaking boiler room over here. <laughs> but yeah, it was just quiet and uh, uh, it was very slow. The con closed at five, but at three thirty they did a a trivia contest for money. Uh huh. So I guess the idea is to keep people until the end of the day, right? But it cleared out the place. There was like very little people in the con itself, and uh, people started breaking down at four. We were uh, Rich was talking to somebody he saw at celebration around four o'clock that afternoon uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and I looked down the alley the aisle and people are just like breaking down their booths they're not caring that it's not five o'clock yet they're they're basically done and i'm looking around and more and more people are joining in and i go to rich hey give me the car keys i'm gonna go we have an eight hour drive ahead of us so i go get the car keys and we're we're out of there by like 4 45 we start nice. driving home there was one weird awkward moment where you know you could always sense how the the temperature in the room like, you know, is this person a Star Wars collector? Because it's a, it's a Masters of the Universe. The first thing I ask people who step up to the booth, are you a Star Wars collector? No, I'm not. So I give them the half-assed approach. But if they're like, yeah, I collected it. And do you know what this book is? No, I don't. So then I give them the full the full pitch. And you should get this. And you get the bookmark. Yada, yada, yada. So this one guy comes up. And you can tell he's kind of lukewarm. Mm-hmm. And Rich is not really feeling it. So he's not going to really go for it. But I'm like, I'm I'm all in. I'm here for this. This is why I'm here to sell this book. So I started going through the whole motions and everything. And the guy's just like looking down and he just turns and walks away. <laughs> and I look to Rich and I go, okay, bye. <laughs> like it was just so awkward the way he turned and, and he walked away. And then an hour later he walks up and he goes, I want to buy a book. Oh. And he bought a book and <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I guess it worked. My pitch worked. <laughs> Sorry for being an asshole. Time to buy yeah. a book. Yeah. So it was a blast. I did pick up four Cantina band members. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't resist. And then, uh, you know, it was cool in some of the downtime because Rich, uh, he did the book. He did photography for that. He did the photo archive for rebelscum.com. And so I'm trying to pose these things. I'm like, I'm having trouble. And he's like, yeah, give me that. So I'm like, all right, here's the master at work. He's and he's having trouble with it because he's like, man, this is difficult to pose because you have to get the arms close to the chest for flutes and whatever they call it. Don't at me later. I know mm-hmm. it's not a flute and the saxophone. Don't don't at me later. I know it's a I know it's space flutes. Um, but he's like, it's tough. But then he like gets this pose where it looks like he's like really rocking out on the flute. I'm like, that's why you. That's why you do what you do. So I was like taking photos to make sure when I got home, I was able to replicate it. But yeah, man, if you can't tell, it's it was a blast. I had fun. Awesome. We got in at one o'clock, fell asleep around two, got up at six to go to work. Been running on fumes ever since. Awesome. Well, I hope it makes your next con experience that much more better. I know I didn't say that right, but that yeah, much better. I hope so. That, that, I know, you know, I, you could push yourself. I can push it. I can do it. Yeah. It was cool to see like Pixel Dan and Dan Larson. Dan Larson is Toy Galaxy and he does like really good videos, like Netflix quality videos about pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, He-Man was actually one of the, my favorite ones he's ever done, but he does like Teenage Mutant Ninja, 
Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and stuff like that. So awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. Cool. Saturday night, we went out for dinner. Uh, I just want to finish up with this story. Yeah. And then and then at the end, and I'll tell the 10, 10, 10, 10 hat. hat story. Aluminum hat. Tin foil hat, hat, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Saturday night, it's, you know, bar, uh, place closes at six. We get ready for dinner. We go down to the bar. We start ordering dinner. We had a couple of drinks. Um, Rich's friends have joined us. And then a guy from NECA, one of the guys from NECA comes and sits down and we're just chilling and he's showing me things that, my God, <laughs> I wish I could share it. Nothing Star Wars. Don't get your hopes up. Any cool Back to the Future stuff? <laughs> oh, he, didn't, he didn't bring any of that stuff. They had uh, uh, their big thing that they were premiering was the Masters of the Universe masks that looked like vintage Masters of the Universe. Ah, Skeletor, Merman, Beastman, um, Stinkor. Is that one of them? Trapjaw. And they're just latex masks, but they look exactly like the action figure, which was like, I was like, oh, I wish they would do that with Kenner ones, but <laughs> ask me about that some other time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but then we're at the bar and it's starting to get louder and louder. And I turn around, and I realize that all the toy designers are in the bar getting trashed. They're drinking and they're having a good time. And I step out to use the bathroom. And in the lobby are all the YouTubers just sitting around quietly talking and having discussions. And it was just funny to see the YouTubers who are usually excited. Oh, welcome to the toys. And they're just, you know, having having discord with each other, just talking. And then you walk into the bar and all the toy makers, oh, let's go. Just let's design some toys. Yeah, it's just fun. Did they have a lot of toy designers there? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I met maybe like two or three of them. I don't know them. They, okay. they, uh, Rich knows this one gentleman who, and, who did the rocker angle for Hasbro. Like he's oh. the guy that invented the rocker ankle. Cool. So like all action figures from Hasbro have this thing that he invented. I hope he put a, a royalty all, on it. No, it all belongs to Hasbro. Damn. Well, shut. It, it was fun. It was a blast. So, huh? Yeah. What about your tin hat moment, dude? Let's say that to the end. I mean, is there more okay. to talk about? I don't want to. I don't know. Let me let me here. talk about my weekend for a minute, and then we'll yeah. we'll go on. So, uh, yeah, I kind of what we went up to the mountains up to Ellijay, which is only like an hour from us. So we rented rented a cabin, and uh, we've been trying to figure out something to do, just a romantic weekend getaway. And we're like, screw it, we'll just go to Ellijay. It's it's an hour away. We don't have to. It's it's nothing, you know, it's not mm -hmm. like we're going to Florida. That's like three or four hour, you know, or you're not in the car for six or two, you know, more than a couple hours. And, uh, so we went up to big op operation, Bigfoot or expedition, Bigfoot or whatever. Oh yeah. How's that? Is it worth the money? It's worth the $8. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to interpret that. It, it took about a half an hour, 45 minutes. If you're in the reading and looking at everything, you'll probably be in there an hour. But I was mm -hmm. glad it was only eight bucks to get it. It was cool. I got to check it off my list and, and not go back. They had like a Yeti hand or what they think's a Yeti hand in there. Yeah. Is it and a replica? Or is it? It's not. No, the they claim that hand. it's real. I don't think it is. I think that was stolen. I think someone else has it. Anyways, continue. 
but it's it's got it's got like it's in a humidifier or something so it 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 whatever it is they make you believe that it's real (laughs) but yes i was glad it was only eight bucks a person to get in there uh you know as far as that goes so then we we uh as we're driving to our cabin we see this place that has like a bunch of those tin metal signs yard signs so we stop in there and you know of course we're like oh they've got aliens and they've got this and the guy's like i've got an r2d2 i'm like son of a bitch Time to buy that R2-D2. <laughs> so they had, we bought that. I bought an R2-D2. So I've got a metal R2-D2 out in my yard. And of course, every time you go up in the mountains of Georgia, they've got that Yeti, the cutout Yeti that you see everywhere. The silhouette one? The silhouette one. I that you like, like put a, behind a tree or behind your house or something? Yeah, I, put a, I bought a four-foot one to put in my front yard too. So my <laughs> front yard looks like Redneckville now because we've got, we've got metal signs in our front yard. I always, I always wanted to do a Wookiee one, but I, I'm afraid like it would look like Bigfoot. It probably would, unless you cut it out differently. But so yeah, and then we did that thing that you, the people, like because uh, while we were up there, we we kind of been wanting new furniture for our back porch. So we see a sign that's fifty percent off. So we go in there, and of course, the first thing you see is that they want like fifteen thousand dollars for freaking patio furniture. So we were like, "How about nerve, Scott?" <laughs> so instead of being that that jerk that just walks out, we we talked to him. They were really nice to us, and we spent like an hour there, like talking, and they were give, giving them our information. <laughs> Robert Ortiz is like, "Yeah, that Yeti hand, that Yeti hand is eight hundred eight dollars real. Eight dollars real, yeah." <laughs> but uh. So yeah, they they were really nice. There were some you know older ladies, and and then we, uh, yeah, we we totally. Oh yeah, we're not spending six thousand no, dollars on no, furniture for my back porch. You so. give me six thousand dollars, I'll make you furniture for fifty. <laughs> All right. All right, that's a deal. That's a deal. So. Oh, and then of course, what the heck? What? Oh, my wife's just sending me stuff. Speaking of furniture, she must have heard us speaking of furniture because she dings me with furniture on the <laughs> Facebooks. Here you go. <laughs> Here's some furniture. Adirondack stuff. Yeah. So that's that was our our yeah hot tub, a couple of cigars. It was funny because I've got a good a couple of good Cubans and I brought like a cheap cigar and then I smoked a Cuban the next night. And she's like, "That that cigar smells so good." I'm like, "Because it's a freaking Cuban. That's why." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's August. I got to come by. My wife said she would uh, join me. So here, so, yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, that's because our wives are hanging out more. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. just just let us know. August. Yeah. It's like every time I, I turn around, there's something going on though in August. But it'll be next weekend's our tour crawl. Are you looking forward? You coming to that, right? I'm going. I'm uh, tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't bring home anything unless it's groceries this uh this month. I'm already I'm good. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. Jason. I made a connection with someone who had uh, a bunch of art for Masters of the Universe. Errol, Errol McCarthy did a lot of the pre-production art for Masters. Uh-huh. But he also did Star Wars Micro Machines and I'm like, "Do you have any?" He's like, "Not with me, but here, take a card." So, I'll, I'm like, "I'll talk to you next month." <laughs> when I get my allowance for next month, I'll yeah. call you. Yeah. Well, you got to also realize, oh, crap, you're done for Legion Con, too. Legion Con's the 20th. Oh, am I going to that? 
it's in Smyrna, dude. You might as well. <laughs> I have a club table. We'll have the club table set up so you can come at least sit down and Yeah, you know. I'm I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Legion I'm done. Cons is a cool hangout, man, because you get to have beer and uh <laughs> Jason Robert said he'll he'll cover your purchases. All right, Robert, Sweet. he's gonna <laughs> he's making some phone calls right now. There's some stuff on deal or no deal he wants. Hello, Mr. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> or is this Mr. No Deal? I'm looking for Mr. Deal. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. So we're driving from Cincinnati to Columbus. Uh-huh. And you're you're in the car for eight hours. You're gonna learn more about people. And you know, we had the same practical joker love and and he's into UFOs and all that stuff. And so we started talking about that, but we're driving. You gotta remember, Ohio is just flat corn land for as far as you can see. And we see up ahead and far down the highway that there's a white light in the sky. I don't know. It's gotta be a planet. I mean, it's just, we just finished talking about UFOs. There's no freaking way that that it's a planet. And we get closer. And that one light is like actually two lights as you get closer. It's freaking me out to think about this because when we got underneath it, uh huh. It was right next to the highway, maybe about eight to 10 stories up, just hovering. It was a triangle. It was a triangle. It was a uh-huh. hovering triangle. And I each corner was a light. And then there was two flashing lights on two of the sides that I could see. The back side of the triangle had nothing on it. There was no tower supporting it. There was nothing like that. And uh-huh. I rolled down the window to take a photo. There was no sound. There's no jet engine. There's no the of a drone. Mm-hmm. This thing had to have been as big of a, as like a maybe a room or two. Like it was, it was sizable. It wasn't. It was bigger than the car. Uh-huh. But I'm like, what am I looking at? Why is there a triangle craft just hanging out next to a highway when there's hundreds of cars passing by? And Rich saw it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to a point because it was out my window but he did see it up until the point it crossed the windshield and i pull out my camera my phone and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna take a photo of this and i roll down the window that's when i did that so i didn't have the the glass in the way and i open up my camera and it's all blurry and in that moment like i've been preparing for this moment my whole life i've watched star wars i've watched i've sat through some of the star treks i've seen indian um independence day (laughs) independence day i've seen men in black like when the time comes the camera comes out and i hold up my camera and it's blurry Mm -hmm. and in that moment i said to myself i can either try to figure this out or i can watch it until it's gone Mm -hmm. like i could try to figure out and try to focus it and maybe switch to video or maybe switch to square mode and whatever just trying to get this thing to work i put my phone down i'm like i'm just gonna watch it for as long as i can Mm -hmm. and then it was you know further down the road and the tree started to obstruct it i'm at a loss as to what i saw are you you trying to play are you kidding me come on oh is it the theme to Star Trek? I, no, it was supposed to be X Files, but maybe because I have my—I don't know why it should be playing. I don't know. It's not playing. Anyway, sorry. Damn it! 
I can't hit that note. I mean, the thing, it was stationary. Mm-hmm. It, there was no like uh, movement from wind or, you know, like uh, a helicopter would not be like perfectly level. Uh-huh. This thing was like frozen in space, hovering. There we go. There, there you go. All right. I don't hear it. You guys hear it in the chat? I don't hear it. There it is. I love me some X-Files. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> you see what Sam says? I picked the wrong week to start sniffing glue. Yeah. <laughs> I sat down at the table to tell my family this and they didn't uh they didn't uh they didn't believe me. My daughter's like, no, there's no way that happened. I'm like, I swear on my daughter's life. I swear on my my father's life, his grave. Swearing but grave, but so. Rich saw it too. Rich saw it too. So we did see something. And I went back and illustrated. I don't, you can't see this right now, but I went on Illustrator. Oh, come on. Yeah, you can't see that. Maybe I'll share it later on the page. <laughs> Maybe I won't because people think I'm crazy, but I saw, I saw something. It wasn't an airplane, it wasn't a helicopter, and it wasn't a drone. So the truth is out there. The truth is out there. It happened, and uh, no, dude, I. But we're yeah. like we're passing it, and we're like, who knows? Because Wright Patterson Air Force Base is there, allegedly. 1947 Roswell crash, they brought all the stuff to to Wright Patterson Air Force Base. Allegedly, did they really? Who, yeah, allegedly. Who knows? Who knows? And and I mean, when you look at those stealth planes, they're um they're triangle shaped, right? I, I would be more inclined to say it's government technology from Wright Patterson Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why they would just be hanging out right next to a, a highway. Because they were looking for you. Rich saw Like, I wish I had just told Rich, pull over. Right. What is that? But, you know, I was tired. I was stupid. Anyways, that's my, my freaky story of the week. I hope you enjoyed your tinfoil hats. Uh, we'll be making some branded Smuggler's Galaxy tinfoil hats, and you can order them on our store, uh, Dude, we Etsy still, shop. The only, uh, the only shirts we sold were the ones we have. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Use code SMUGGLERS20 to save 20% at checkout. <laughs> Robert says he believes you, man. Thank you, Robert. I, I appreciate that. I saw something. Rich saw it, too. Which makes me feel good that it wasn't some sort of delusional psychosis. We, you know, we're talking about UFOs an hour ago, and, and there's a freaking UFO right there. Like that doesn't happen. Do you think it could be like Facebook, where you talk about something, and the next thing you know, you're seeing Facebook ads? Yeah, maybe Amazon's like they said. They said UFO. Send our UFO out there. Maybe they want to buy it. <laughs> Who knows? The show was fun. Um, Tweeterhead, I don't know who they are. They had some really sweet statuettes of Skeletor. It looked almost like one-to-one. Uh-huh. Like um, full size? Like uh, a bust, like from chest okay. up. Okay, gotcha. I think it was a little less than one-to-one, but it was still pretty cool. Mm. Um, I got kind of got excited with some of the NECA turtles because they had posters there mm-hmm. of the NECA turtles, everything they've done so far. And it's all the cartoons, and I'm like, those look really sweet. But I'm not going down that way, dude. Trust me, I'm I'm. 
there's a rabbit hole that I can go down with those mechs that uh, we heard about a couple of weeks ago on the way back from Joe Fest. And I'm just like, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I don't have the room to go down another rabbit hole. Yeah. I don't have the room for the rabbit hole of the Micro Galaxy Squadron. Yeah. That I've gone I saw, down. I saw Ryan Lemko, but I would be like, hey, I'm Glenn's friend. <laughs> you could have right, been. I could have been, but I'm like, hey, how's it, how's it going? I'm Glenn's friend. Did you at least look at his booth? Did he have some cool stuff? He had a lot of cool stuff. He had a lot of the stuff that he takes to like ICCC, and I think he brought him to Celebration. Um, oh. He had lots of card backs and he used card backs. He had some micro uh, micro collection stuff. Not micro yeah. Collection. I think you showed, s- I think you showed that he had a sealed micro collection. And I'm just like, I yes. do not need to see that because it looked cheap too. It looked like it was like 250 for a sealed ion cannon. It was 280 for the ion cannon. I almost messaged you. And it was sealed. Like, Dude. I saw a sealed Return of the Jedi Falcon for 3,800 in acrylic. I saw a uh, Dagobah playset for 1,200. Those prices don't seem outrageous, man. No, it was really good priced. If if I had a couple grand, I could have made a killing. Uh, it was it was so good, and I that guy that I bought the Imperial Commander from, he was done Saturday night. He sold out through everything. He was just giving it all away to the point where he's empty Saturday night. Sunday they had somebody there selling Simba plushes. He wasn't there anymore. Sometimes it shows they will do that. They'll somebody they'll let them know that hey, I'm done, or they'll have somebody on the waiting list or something. He was like talking to the promoter. He was like, I'll be back next year. And I'm like, I think I might come back and see this guy. Yeah. It sounds like it looked like it was a fun con. It was fun, despite being Masters of the Universe. It was a lot of fun. Dude, I can't wait to get back up to Cincinnati in October. That's gonna be a yeah. fun show. Hopefully I'll have money. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. We, when I, it, it's funny. Cause I, when I go out with, when we do trips like that, the wife and I, we, we have, we have funds just pop up from somewhere. Yeah. It was uh Ryan Lemkel had the uh, 12 back bin header for $2,700. Yeah. Robert's asking in the chat. Okay. I saw a C3PO um, return of the Jedi carrying case on the ground. Um, it had no price on it, and I was not tempting myself. You know, I'm trying to be trying to come home to a happy wife. Yes. Did she call you and say, Jason, what the hell is all this stuff that you keep getting? No, we were chatting back and forth, and then she sends me the passive aggressive, these are waiting for you. And I'm like, oh, is the doghouse waiting too? And she just, she texts back, ha. Huh? <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny because, like, we found this just just weird the weirdness um the way money you spend money um we found this mountain man comic books and they had a bunch of the uh gentle giant statues Mm -hmm. and they had an ahsoka for like 80 bucks and i was just like i think that's a good deal and she just looked badass but you put her her lightsaber she holds she's holding both lightsabers and when you put them on it's like a six inch statue you know with the wingspan and she was just like, no, we got to go. No, no, no. And I'm just drooling over all these statues. And then we go to that metalworks place and just bought all kinds of crap. <laughs> it's like, I could have had an Ahsoka statue instead of an R2-D2 well, in my front yard. It's only an hour away. Dude, it was Mountain Man Comics had some cool statues. It's what, an hour and a half away? It's an hour, man. That's Blue nothing. Ridge. You go, go back up there. 
Yeah. I can buy them on Amazon too. For that same price? Is that a good price? Uh, the, the Ahsoka was a good price. Amazon, I think they had it for 120 And they yeah. had the Canaan that was, uh, why do you keep sending me this stuff? <laughs> and they had the, the Canaan that was the, the like the, the real Canaan for like 120 And that right now on Amazon, I think it's like 75 But I don't like that style. And apparently talking to General Giant at Celebration, they're going to redo them all for car- more cartoonish. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a couple booths with the sideshow collectibles and the gentle giants. Um I didn't see any Greedos. I'm looking for a Greedo and I didn't see any Greedos open or carded. So I don't know if that's a sign of anything, but couldn't find one if I wanted to. You're wanting a black series, Guido. Greedo. Right? Guido. Guido. Greedo. Greedo, whatever the big green alien that hand shots yeah. on shoots. It's Guido. Guido? No, it's Greedo. <laughs> like, the, hey, how you doing? Let me get you some Italian food. Let me get you some uh, meatballs. I'm Guido. That's a stereotype. That's unfair. <laughs> I apologize to my Italian American friends or just Italian people. <sighs> Sam says he's got his, his room booked at the Dory. So he'll be at Sitsy. Jason, will you be at Sitsy? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I would lean more towards no than yes. I got lucky because my wife, it's yeah, we love Cincinnati. Cincinnati's just a cool town, and it just did that you could put it with a with a toy show the same weekend. Two toy shows the same weekend, just yeah, we're gonna come back with a car load full of crap. Yeah, we were talking to Kim Simmons because he's going to be at the Cincy one, but he says that it's a two-day show. So the Cincinnati show is a two-day yeah, show. That's what he's. That's what he was saying that it was a two-day show. That it was both Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday. I don't. Know. Yeah, I no, I, whatever. I didn't do. I guess I could do a quick Google search to figure that out if that's true or not. But unless he's going to Xenia, Xenia's on Saturday. Unless he's talking about a different show. No, he was talking about Cincinnati <laughs> toy show in October. It is the Star Wars one. In October, October one. October one is is Xenia. October two is Cincinnati. I think. Okay. Did I get? I'll bid on something. No, mm-hmm. somebody. Jeez. I love when you you like stuff on eBay and then they're like, "Hey." Yeah. It's that's five how I got, dollars off. That's how I got the proof because I was watching it and then he sent me that deal that it was originally one hundred ninety nine dollars. And he's like, I'll do 99. I'm like, I, I can't say no to that. I want to prove micro machine proof of some sort. Yeah. So I got that. Now I was watching, I need an open uh, phone booth from Bill and Ted. Somebody had one for like 120 bucks and they sent me an offer for 115. I'm like, that's not saving me any money, man. That's not making me go, I need this now. Yeah. Bogus. Because I have a boxed one, but I'm not opening it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Sam says to Google CTS promotions. Glenn is correct. I don't know. I didn't do anything. I didn't Google it. (laughs) So Cincinnati is just a one-day show. Yeah, it's on Sunday. So you come in Saturday, set up, and you break down Sunday. You go home. Uh, I guess I don't know how they're going to do it this year with Xenia being on Saturday with 
unless they're going to set up like first thing Sunday morning, but it'd be, yeah, I'm going to feel, I feel for those dealers. that are going to do both shows. Okay. Cause yeah, I think, uh, Cincinnati starts at, you can start at like eight, eight or nine in the yeah. morning. And there's room sales Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah. I was talking to Kim for a while because he had, uh, he had all his books there and he brings a printer. So if you wanted to order one of his prints, he'll print it on demand. And it's like a sweet printer. It looks like a, like a photograph. Yeah. And so I'm flipping through the book to see if he had a salacious crumb by himself. And Rich is like, I'm sure you can crop it out. But I get to the part with uh, Job and Salacious Crumb. Uh-huh. Salacious's arm was like out further than the production one. And then I look at Jabba, and Jabba is a prototype. He doesn't look like the, the production one. So it's like a pre-production Jabba and a Salacious. And I'm like, that doesn't look anything like what I have. And and Kim was like, whatever they sent me, I shot. Yeah. Could have been a prototype. I didn't, I didn't, I just did what they asked me to do. Which was, it was just interesting to see. It looked like the exact same Salacious. His arms were just like out. It's like he's balancing on a a wire or something. Uh-huh. It was cool. That's the end of the story. There's no point <laughs> to it. No, I think Kim's got the ultimate setup, man, because he just brings a book and a printer. and He'll he'll have some already done prints that he's always given away for cheap, selling for cheap. And then if you want him to print something, it's normal price. He didn't have anything like that this time. Like at IC, he did, but this he didn't. Okay. It was all on demand. So, but yeah. Hey, it's a hell of a business model, man. Yeah, it works. And and luckily for us, we had power because he had power. So we were able to plug in our phones and charge it. Got to play with the Cantina band that actually brought some people over. Hey, what's that? Well, this is the Cantina band. Do you know about the Vintage Collection book? Can I interest you in a nice new book? It's got all the stuff in it. It's got all the stuff you need. It's pretty cool. You're right. And you can get a bad, all this badass stuff to go with it. You can hide your weed in it. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> so. Oh. How long have we been doing this? Uh, a little over an hour. Oh, so we can wrap it up anytime now. Yeah, we could. But we don't want to. It's a marathon. We've got 12 more hours of this. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and our views just dropped to zero. Sweet. That means we can sign off. Go to yeah. Bed. <laughs> we did just lose somebody. <laughs> Anything else? I don't think so. Uh, what do we got? We got the toy crawl next weekend. Legion con on the 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look at my calendar. Let me pull my calendar up. So yeah, Legion Con on the 20th. And then Cincinnati is the 1st and 2nd of October. And my band's going into the studio the week before the Cincinnati, the weekend before the Cincinnati trip. So I'm going to be like wasted. You're recording? Yeah. A new like album? Three, like three or four songs. Yeah, Just, recording a demo? Yeah. What do you guys call it? It's Thrum. The thrum sessions. Yes. Well, the thrum is the name of the band. Oh, so what are you going to call these? Like the I don't the know rose, what the row sessions. What, I guess I don't. Our first the, album. Our, the our somehow the somehow Palpatine has returned session. <laughs> there we go. 
No, you just need recorded stuff, and it stinks because you can't make any money recording music anymore. So we'll probably throw it on Bandcamp and just give it away or something. Put it on uh, uh, Spotify. Dude, I wish I knew the way that, because like with this, we host it at Anchor, and then Anchor gives it to everybody. I wish they had something like that for music, or that was as simple as that. Yeah. I'm sure somebody knows. Well, just get signed to Capitol Records, and then they'll put it on for you. Yeah. Have to think of everything. Dude, I wish we could get signed. They don't sign anybody anymore. That's a movie right there. Maybe it's a Hallmark movie. A 50-year-old couple <laughs> of dads getting ready to retire, decide to start a band, and then they go like multi-platinum, and they take over the world and they sell out shows but then they realize they sell out themselves and they're not who they used to be and they're disconnected from their families and they walk away because they missed christmas except for the one who never got married he sold his soul and he he's he's the jerk he's the villain of the band (laughs) there's your story there we go man hallmark Uh, what what should we call it real quick and then we'll wrap up the show we gotta we have to name this movie (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say 50 year old virgin, but that doesn't make sense. No, I uh, forget. I mean, we'll just wrap it yeah, up. No. I'm not rock rock dads. Rock dads. <laughs> Sam says they think that, that was an RDS South Park episode. <laughs> I quit. Hey, joking, you play bass. I don't play bass. It's probably like Randy and all the other dads that are doing it. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's rock. Come on. Oh, I could say something about that base episode, but I won't. Thank you for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you could, please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to your podcast. If it's allowed, it really helps us out and points people to the show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Sometimes we're live on Facebook, like right now or then. Because if you're listening to this in your car, it's not now. But if you're on here now, then it is now. Whoa, man, just blew your mind. Wow, Send us an email 69. or message us. What's that? <laughs> if you us or us, what number are we thinking of right now? Um, 72. <laughs> Send us an email or message us. We love your feedback and we'd love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. You can find him at Puerto Rico Star Wars on Facebook. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the Smuggler's Galaxy music. Hasbro re-released VC66. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way.